Hello and welcome to a new episode of The Platform where we sit down and discuss with content creators and all sort of gaming people about all sorts of random topics. And this week on The Platform, I'm joined by Caitlin and Ali from Shock Jockey Cosplay. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. You're the first cosplayers we've ever uh, spoken to on Game Train in this way. Oh, so, yay. <laughs> well, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. So, so you guys have been... Um, cosplaying for five-ish years now yeah yes we've literally just had our five-year anniversary so it's pretty much five years on the dot oh. yes pretty much oh, oh well <laughs> actually i should start with also are uh, your sisters as well so yes we are sisters <laughs> yes. not twins no, not <laughs> twins not twins <laughs> no one can see us i don't know if we i know but said. i just feel like it's the natural flow it's like we are sisters not twins yeah <laughs> we, we do get it a lot but yeah hopefully our voices don't sound too similar as, as well we get told that we sound quite Similar, oh, no. we're not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Two separate people. <laughs> yes, but um, yeah, we are sisters and cosplayers. I think that's somewhat unusual from what we can tell. We know that there's not uh, not a lot of um, families of cosplaying, which yeah. is um, which is. I think it's it's really it's been really cool um, to be able to cosplay with my sister because it's you know something that we can do together. Um, something that we can when we work on cosplays we kind of work on them together and then obviously we get to go out and um, you know go to conventions you know all the time and you know sometimes go on you know go you know interstate and that kind of thing together which is really nice yeah awesome so yeah five years it has been take us back to the start how did this all begin well Ali was doing it for like a few years before me with another friend and when she was doing it super casual though yeah. <laughs> Way different to what we're doing now. Yeah. And when she was doing that, I actually thought it was super lame. She, she would pick on me all the time. Constantly. Do I'd be like, understand. yeah, I'm going to a, I'm going to a convention this week. Manifest. Back when <gasps> Manifest was a thing. So I'd go to Manifest with, with this friend from school, um, dressed in like really, really bad cosplays, which were pretty much just things that we bought and like a really cheap wig from like a party store. And yeah, and, and Caitlin would just be like, oh, you're so lame. Like, don't <laughs> no, you don't understand you, if this. You, if you knew it, you'd like it. <laughs> I just needed to wait. I just did that. Just needed to wait like another two years. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got you. And then, yeah, it was weird. I think I just saw, because our first cosplay together was X-Ray and Vav, which is like a achievement hunter thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I saw a design for female versions and I just thought, they looked really cool and RTX was coming to Australia. So I was like, let's do this thing. The change was very quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like when we've, when we've spoken about it in the past, it's always been like, I don't really know. Like, I can't remember the conversation that happened when no. I convinced her because obviously yeah, Cosway was really something I enjoyed. And I honestly can't picture that conversation and how I, how, how that flip happened. Um, but yeah, the first time we, cosplayed together was PAX of 2014. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It was. That yeah, was when we first wore it. Yeah. It was just before you were about to do year 12 exams. Oh yeah. <laughs> the cosplay. Ooh, bad idea. The cosplays that we wore were amazing, but not made by us at no. all. No. <laughs> all right. We helped somewhat. A little bit. <laughs> but it was a very ambitious first cosplay looking back at it because it was body suits which used like four-way stretch lycra mine had to have like cutouts and we had to have things on the chest so we had to make sure 
that the like the logos didn't deform, but we still had stretch in that area. Yeah, I had to have like um, like boot covers that were going to fit snugly like all the way up to like my mid thigh. So what ended up happening was our dad made those cosplays for us. Yes. So our very first <laughs> cosplays were made by our dad. He is a really good. He's really good at sewing. He's he, very good. He's um he's actually a teacher, and one of the subjects he teaches is like sewing and. and textiles oh yeah homemade um, style sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, so it was actually it was actually him and it wasn't even he's he's very very funny because like we started trying to figure out how to make the cosplays and we like bought bodysuits from eBay which mm -hmm. were really cheap and like the moment he saw it he was like no 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 yeah. we can do better than that no no I like and then he just kind of not took over but he kind of immersed himself in it as well and so Pretty much he made it because, yeah, like Caitlin said, we had no experience and it was far too ambitious for a very first cosplay. So while we're really proud that that's kind of where we started, we can't really say that that was the first cosplay we made. No. <laughs> just the first one we wore. Yeah. So, but that's where it started. So that was your first time cosplaying? Yeah, that was Caitlin. my first time. How, how did you feel going into a convention sort of dressed up for the first time? It was weird <laughs> and to, for, for the first one to be packs as well like, i know yeah. the biggest like i didn't realize how big packs actually was because we went in i mean we didn't even go in on the busiest day because we mm. only had tickets for friday and sunday because yeah. that's all that was left by the time we had decided which just tells you how late we left this yeah, yeah. <laughs> just Last um, decision. But even the Friday and, and the Sunday are so busy and I don't think I'd ever been in the convention center. Mm. Right, yeah. So like I walked in and I was like, oh no, yeah. <laughs> there's people everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dressed weirdly. Yeah. Uh, it was a weird experience. And I think, was it at that, it must have been at that PAX as well. We, part of the reason why we chose those characters was because two people from Rooster Teeth were coming down um, to, mm -hmm. to you know attend packs and one of them was the voice actor for X-Ray which is the character Caitlin was cosplaying as yes. and I was cosplaying as the character Vav from that web mm -hmm. show um, so two people from Rooster Teeth from the Achievement Hunter section of Rooster Teeth and we were standing near the booth for Rooster Teeth and the two, these two guys, they were in the middle of, of meeting up with fans. There was like a massive long line that we just, we didn't even get, we didn't even bother. We, we looked no. at the line. We were like, nah, it's, it's going to, we're going to be in line for hours if we want to line up and, and meet these guys. Mm -hmm. a bit of a shame, you know, we're wearing all these, we're wearing these cosplays, but let's just not bother. And they saw us just, I guess, while they were talking to other people and they like singled us out and they were like, oh my gosh, you look so amazing. Come over here and get a photo with us. Oh God. Yeah. I literally <laughs> just remember that, that now. I and it was, about that. it was like, at, I mean, we're not even really into that. We're not into that show anymore. We're not really into, you know, Achievement Hunter or Roosty or anything, but it's still like such an incredible memory. Because yeah. It was, it was, I remember we were both like shaking. Oh, I was so, <laughs> was so just funny. like, because you know, if you're in line, you sort of, you know, you're staying there for so long and you're like, okay, you prepare yourself soon I'm going to be talking to them and to meeting them. Like internet celebrities. Yeah. Yep. For us, there was no preparation. Yeah. Nothing. It was just, come get a photo. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your cosplays look so amazing. We're like, oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> These cosplays we haven't made. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I think... Um, I think that was a great first experience for Caitlin because yeah. clearly it, uh, it she got hooked into it and it was literally like 
that's it. We're yeah. into it now. We're doing this. This is the thing. So, I, yeah. Oh, sorry. Continue. No, that's okay. Oh. I think by by the the following year, because PAX was the last convention for that year. I think by the following year, we'd even decided we wanted to have a name. We wanted to like make a page. Like we wanted to take this like seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Straight away. So how did it then begin to evolve from there after your first convention? Like you went, all right, let's let's get right into this. How did you sort of then like start planning forward from there on what you wanted to do with it? Um. I think like the first step was saying like we should make a page because like a Facebook page and an Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff because we had such good feedback from PAX. People were seeing photo- photos of us and being like, oh my gosh, they look so good. And so we were like, okay, let's make a page. Uh, first problem was we need a name. <laughs> oh no. <Yeah. laughs> uh, and at the time... Ali wasn't like as into gaming as she is now. I was I was literally just getting started really. Yeah. yeah. She had played Bioshock Infinite on my recommendation because I had played it and it's like a it's a beautiful game. Mm-hmm. Like it looks so good. Yeah. And the story is so good and weird and I loved it, so I was like, You yeah. need to play this. Yeah. Um now she's addicted to Bioshock. I <laughs> love that series. <laughs> she went and played one and two, yeah. which I still haven't done. Yeah. So we figured let's take something from this game that we both play and that we both love and let's make a name. So I feel like we're like pulling back the curtain. There's going to be a few people going, how did I not realize that? (laughs) Um, Possibly. Yeah. Shock Jockey is one of the vigors that you get in Bioshock Infinite. It's like, it's probably the best one. Uh, Oh. No, yeah, I would. I always liked using. It's using one that of one. the. That it's one, one of like the better ones. Of crows was, was yeah, one of but, but you know, murder of crows cosplay. Yeah, so I feel like someone's already got that. Probably, <laughs> probably, or like, or like murderous crow maybe. But what we wanted was we wanted something that can kind of showed that we were inspired and influenced by games without it being, um, without us it putting us in a box. So we didn't want to go with something like you know. Obviously, we wouldn't, but imagine doing, like, Bioshock Infinite cosplay. It's like, okay, so you're the Bioshock Infinite cosplayers, you know? So we, like Caitlin said, we, you know, I was very much new to to video games, especially console gaming. At the time, I think I hadn't even gotten an Xbox yet, Um, but I think I got one very soon after that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so we knew that we wanted to cosplay from different things, from video games, from movies, from TV shows. So we wanted something that showed where kind of the love started with that yeah with with room to grow and i guess we probably looked at a few different figures and other things to do with bioshock infinite and yeah then shock jockey cosplay felt like it flowed the best and now it's like that's what we are yeah <laughs> so. like people people call us shock jockey like they'll be like oh my gosh it's shock jockey hi shock jockey it's yeah like, hi that's, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm happy to be known as the collective shock jockey yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that, I'm happy with that. So. Nice. So, um, so you said at the start that you guys weren't really good at making stuff, kind of thing, which is a big staple of, of cosplay. Yeah. How a lot of these people, or you know, make their own stuff and mm. go on from there. Mm. Um, take us through how your skills sort of started to develop in that sort of, I guess, space. So. I would say we've always been creative people. We've always yep. been quite artistic. We've always, in- well, I think we've both always enjoyed. <laughs> I feel like we've both always enjoyed art. But maybe yeah, I'm sorry. I'm- when you just call me artistic, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> but uh, I guess I, I did. I even did art, like you know, up to nearly the end of high school, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. So we both have been creative people. It's not a trait I would give myself in Sims. <laughs> 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 
Um, I think once we'd done X-Ray and Vav, I think we both knew that we wanted to be much more involved with the creation process. Yep. So I have a feeling the very next cosplay we did was the Lutest Twins. No, it wasn't. Was it not? <laughs> oh, no, I remember what it was. No, it wasn't. No, no, it was more from Rooster Teeth, but it was from a different show that they make called Ruby. And we made, um, we made cosplays from characters, characters from that show. Um, and that time I would say the, the collaboration with, with our dad was maybe more like 70, 30, him yeah. being 70 yes. and us being 30. So it was yeah. like, we were starting to get into it. I, I know that like some of the stuff I had to buy, but I think I made the shorts myself. I mean, they were like little shorts with an elastic waistband. It's not like it's hard. And I think dad made like the little vest because I had no idea how to even attempt to make a vest. Nowadays I could make a vest in like a day <laughs> or less. <laughs> um, so that was probably the next thing. And I think really what it, all it was really was we just spoke with our dad and luckily I think we've been very, very lucky with the fact that he's someone who knows how to sew and was willing to teach us. Yep. And so he taught us, you know, how to understand patterns and how to read the instructions and what kind of sewing stitch you should use with the sewing machine and that kind of stuff. And we'd done textiles up to probably like year nine or year 10 at school. So we had basic knowledge, but like I'd forgotten probably most of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so dad was like reteaching us. Um, and then, yeah, we also attempted the Lutest twins, which again was very much a collaboration with our dad. Again, very ambitious to make a, a full three-piece suit. Yep. Within the first, you know, three or four months, I think. Yep. <laughs> Possibly something we shouldn't have attempted at that point in our cosplay like, I mean, experience. But it worked out fine. It worked out, but there was, I made there pants was some pockets. There was some. There was some stress involved <laughs> with making. Oh, it was ridiculous. I don't know. Like, what else would you say in terms of how we've how we went from from extra and bad like well i feel like making making robert was like sort of that's like the base of all my sewing knowledge mm -hmm. was making a three-piece suit because i literally made pants a vest and a jacket yeah so it's like making each of those three parts is so different the pants being definitely the hardest mm -hmm. especially the fact that i wanted to have the pockets in them mm. i didn't want to just ignore them because i was like no we need like yeah. pockets to like, hold things like, <laughs> yeah and food yeah like proper, proper suit pants like yeah i mean yeah. suit pants um so yeah i think that's kind of what got me started with actually being able to sew and you know we've talked about like our different skills when it comes to like making cosplay and we've like we've said if it came down to it i would be the sewer mm. and you would be the foam person yeah and i think making robert was what really helped that yeah because i just yeah and i so think hard. just like making a lot of mistakes along the way was yeah. really where we learned the most like making making really big mistakes in terms of like sewing pieces incorrectly so that they don't fit right on the day or like making mistakes in terms of picking fabric so the okay. fabric choices that we've made in the past sometimes have been really not the right choice and so we've learned from that and i feel like that's probably where we've learned the most and that's how we've you know gotten to where we are now is by making mistakes which hopefully i think for any cosplayers who listen to this hopefully this that helps because yeah. i think maybe we don't talk about that enough yeah when we when we post like progress photos of a cosplay we're making or or completed 
completed cosplay and posting photos, we don't really talk about like the mistakes that we made along the way to get to that finished product. Yeah. Mm. Maybe we should. Maybe. Um, so, uh, I guess, how long does it normally take to go from design to completion of a cosplay? On, like, I, guess, I guess some would be longer than others, but... Mm. You know, is, is it like a month, like a few months long journey that you go through or? Maybe we could talk about two very different ones to show yeah. the difference in. For like the, the ideal scenario and the panic scenario. Or just, <laughs> or, or just like one of our most complicated cosplays versus a, like a simpler one. So you can see the difference in how long it takes. Yeah. So I think for, um, for something like, I'm trying to think of one of the easiest ones I've made, Aizawa sensei from my hero academia most of that cosplay is bought because he wears black tracksuit pants and a black top right. so i bought men's black pants nice big baggy ones because he wears big baggy pants and a black top which i then like trimmed the the sleeve um the sleeves like the hem of the sleeve to make it look a bit more ratty um i bought gum boots because he just kind of wears just kind of plain black boots i made um a belt and the scarf and his um, goggles that he uses when he's using his quirk. You know, something like that, because so much of it is bought and because of the simplicity of the cosplay, would take me a few days, most likely, mm -hmm. from thinking of the cosplay to then making it, you know, not including, I guess, time waiting for stuff like the wig to arrive. Yeah. Because okay. we have to wait for the wig, that kind of thing. But yeah. something like that could be done within a few days luckily you mm -hmm. know but then there's the other side of that yeah like compare that to making tyrene tyrene yeah so you know we decided pretty much when the game trailers came out for borderlands <laughs> 3 yeah calypso twins yes, yes. Mm -hmm. we had decided that we were going to do that um me being tyrene ali being troy because she does the male characters i do the male characters um, <laughs> it's never actually discussed, it just happens. It's just how it is. Um, but anyway, with Tyrene, definitely started way later than I should have for a start. You know, if I had started when I wanted to, I reckon Tyrene would have taken me two to three months. Mm. But because we started later, it only took like a month. Wow. Um, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> um, but, you know, she took so much longer because, like, some stuff was bought i bought the pants but i still had to take them in so much because they were like a size 18 or something that's right because i right just color. had to get the right color you know i bought the jacket but then i still had to line it entirely on the inside with fur which took a while to try and get it to sit right and then i still had to like paint the entire lining mm -hmm. into like little spikes um i had to fully pattern the shirt myself which took it took a while because like we we did the glad wrap and tape method so mm -hmm. i first had to be glad wrapped like little mummy um and then <laughs> ali we got specifically like thick tape because we had to tape so much just, of my body just like masking tape yeah, yeah to pattern out the shirt and then i had to cut that out transfer it to paper do a draft to make sure that it had actually transferred properly and it was still gonna fit uh, luckily, the first draft worked, but that doesn't always happen. So it's extra time figuring out where you have to add, like, add room, where you have to take away so that it actually fits. And then I actually have to make it. And then I had to do all of the details around the edges, which took even more time. And that's just <laughs> all the sewing parts yeah. of, wow. of one cosplay. That's not even all the foam stuff. So she has five belts. 
Five belts? Four belts. Four belts. Too many belts. Too many. Too many belts. Too many belts. <laughs> More than is ne necessary. Why really? Why? <laughs> really? I'm not sure if that if four is is really a necessary amount so of dumb. belts to have. But I think with with those guys, I think in terms of figuring out how to make the different elements, you know, looking at looking at a, um, a, a an image of the character and then deciding how we're going to do that in real life takes less time than it used to. Yep. I think yeah. nowadays looking at, we'll look at the stuff that we had to make for Troy and Tyrene, for example, and there was very much a lot of, okay, I'm going to make this just like how I made it in the other cosplay, or I'm going to do this the same way I did it last time when I, when I did that. So I think at the very least that stage is quicker than it used to be because yep. we have that prior experience but yeah i mean Caitlin's just given a, a little bit of an insight into just how much work went into cosplayers of that magnitude that size i'm just having flashbacks i know <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking the same thing oh my gosh the week of packs was the most stressed i've ever been i oh don't know gosh. if i've ever been that stressed about a cosplay in my life i was coming home from work and just working on working on troy as soon I'd, I'd walk, I'd get straight home and straight away work on Troy. It was crazy. Wow. Just, yeah. So what do you do with your, like, um, your cosplays when you finish? Do you keep them all, like, just for memorabilia or? So we, we keep cosplays for a long time, mainly because we tend to re-wear cosplays. Mm -hmm. We try not to do the whole, like, two new cosplays for every convention yeah. anymore because yeah. yeah we very quickly realized that that was not a, it's a nightmare it's not easy to to keep doing that every single time yep so within our first year we did quite a lot of that mostly because we didn't have any other cosplays to pick so we had to make new ones but yeah now it's like one new cosplay per convention if that sometimes we just do a uh, sometimes we just revamp old cosplays upgrade them slightly mm -hmm. yeah um, so we tend to keep them for a long time. Um, I think we're quite sentimental as well. Like, yeah. you have to keep in mind that, like, even kind of crappy cosplays still have a lot of sentimental value because mm -hmm. of the time it took to make them. So, for example, right now we're, like, trying to clean out old cosplays. And it is a little bit difficult to, to part ways with some of them, even though we literally never wear them again. And that's what we've had. We've had to really just go, am I going to wear this cosplay again? No. It has to go. Yeah. <laughs> There's no point We've been it. very strict, except with my diva bodysuit. Yeah. I still can't let go of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I really don't know why. I just can't bring myself to to get rid of it. So yeah, yeah we either just get rid of things that we know no one else would want because or, or they're either old or yeah. broken or just not good quality. Yeah. Um, but we try and sell some things just to try and, you know not waste them yeah I guess. give some give it yeah give it to someone else so they can maybe they can maybe use it you know like i sold my mercy cosplay because i knew i was never going to wear it again and you know it went to a another cosplayer who was like really excited because she'd always wanted to cosplay as mercy but just didn't yeah, have, it was really sweet like, when the she time it up. <laughs> yeah she didn't really have the time or i i, I don't think she had um uh, yeah the time to to make it herself mm -hmm. so i was like sure take it <laughs> nice um, so, uh, you know, there's a big community around cosplay, mm. etc. What's the community been like for you guys over the last five years? Like, fr from the start sort of thing and, you know, um, maybe like trends you've noticed or how things have changed? Take us through that. Yeah, so the cosplay community has always been like really great to us. Yeah. You know, we've made some really good friends through cosplay. Um, yeah, um... 
Well, I mean, like how you were saying before, like when we went to that very first convention and, you know, all we got was lots of like praise and compliments for Mm. our cosplays, even though we were brand new and probably to an experienced cosplayer, we probably looked very brand new. So I think the fact that there were people who were willing to come up and say, hey, I really love the cosplay you're wearing, or, you know, can you pose for a photo, is really nice and I guess shows that I think the main thing with the cosplay community is we always really want to like lift up other cosplayers yeah. um, I, I think from what I've noticed and uh, I, I guess I'm talking more specifically about like I guess the Melbourne cosplay community because yeah. we don't have a lot of experience with with interstate or anything like that but it does seem like it's not too competitive in terms of um, just going to a convention and being dressed as a character obviously we have competitions because we're competitions, oh, course, and then yeah. we can be competitive yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but i feel like for the most part when we see other com- other cosplayers at conventions we're all just like hey you look great you know, you know like it looks amazing you know i feel like there's not a lot of yeah not a lot of ugly stuff that's my experience at least yeah i mean there's you know there's always going to be like the good and the bad, but there's always going to be a bad egg. <laughs> you know? Of course, there's, there's, always, always, a, there's egg. always a bad egg. Yeah. But you know, and if anyone has like issues or anything with another cosplayer, it's normally resolved pretty like in a civil way. Yeah. You know, everyone's very so. supportive and nice, and we haven't had any yeah. bad experiences. No, I mean, I think if if anything, it, it, our experiences are always really positive like we go to conventions and people were like oh hey it's like it's truck jockey like it makes me think of when we went to it wasn't even a convention we went to the um the japanese festival for the first time um, this year in um just at fed square yeah and we like got off the train and we were like kind of rushing to get across because we wanted to sign up for they were having like a a a like a a, like a mini cosplay competition and we'd made special like Japanese yukatas to wear and all that kind of stuff. But we were a, a little bit stressed, I think, because we were yes. trying to get over there. And there was a whole bunch of cosplayers kind of like, ming- you know, just kind of waiting out outside the train station. They were like, oh my gosh, Shock Jockey, we didn't know you were coming to this. Oh, that's amazing. So good to see you. We were like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Like, oh, wow. It's like really nice. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's, that's, I guess, what I, what I think of the, the community that we have. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> so um we're talking about packs before like there's a lot of different conventions in australia what, what has you found being your like favorite convention to go to to cosplay at like what's probably been i guess the most accessible and, and all that sorry one second <coughs> sorry continue yeah that's all right i honestly reckon supernova is always really good in terms of the actual convention um, but they also have really well organized cosplay competitions. Yeah. That's always such a standout to me. Their cosplay competitions are always so well run, well organized. Yep. Everyone's always really lovely. Yep. They always get really good hosts. Ex- excellent hosts, very well experienced. Yeah, and they um, always get um, really good judges as well. Like the judges. A good panel. Yeah. They always have, you know, a lot of the time they'll have like Lumen, who is, you know, not only someone who constructs cosplays, but also obviously you know, has a, a, her own store of, like, foam um, and, and other cosplay equipment, and then they normally have, like, some cosplayers. and Yeah. But from all kind of different... Different areas. Different areas, yeah. Because different cosplayers have... A, a lot of cosplayers have a specific area that they're kind of really good at. You know, you've got yep. the cosplayers who are really good at, like, special effects and lighting, and others who are really good at, like, very intricate sewing. And I feel like, yeah, Supernova always has a great panel. I think yeah. you're right. I was going to say PAX, but you've kind of probably convinced me that it's Supernova. I think yeah. PAX is just <laughs> good because it's 
it's so big and yep. but at the same time I don't know if it's yeah I guess Supernova has more to give I think yeah. in terms okay. of in terms of what I think a lot of cosplayers want yeah. out of a convention PAX needs to get a, a proper cosplay competition yeah I'll say it every year every year they don't have a proper cosplay competition they don't no. they only ever the only time that they have cosplay competitions at PAX is if they're run by you know like um like the game companies themselves or that kind like of thing. Like 2K did with the, uh, the Borderlands, Borderlands one last year, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had that and I think they had one for Cyberpunk as well. Last year they had one that was kind of run by EB, the EB Expo section. Okay. So it was like an EB Expo comp, Cosmo Comp yeah. hosted at PAX. And, and I they, I asked PAX if they were, like I messaged the, their, their page to see if they were doing that again. They're like, no. Like just, and before that, I don't know if they've ever really run it. It's, yeah, it's really only just small ones. Sometimes there might be cosplay competitions run at certain like oh. booths yeah. in the, yeah. in the yeah. expo hall. Come on, packs. strange. Yeah. On, packs. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Yeah. Um, so, have you had any issues along the way? Like, have, have you got any, uh, I don't like to go into it, but like disaster <laughs> stories where everything just fell apart and, you know. I'm sure there are. I'm like trying to think of one. How much time have you got? I'm trying to think of one. Can you think of one? I can think specifically um, when we were making, um, we made Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite, the two different versions. So oh, yeah. Ali was the version before that you see at the, at the very <laughs> Every, beginning. Before yeah. everything goes terrible. And yeah. She's like a, a nice girl. Yeah. And then she changes into like a mother's outfit or something. Yeah. So I was in the mother's outfit, which is like a corset, long yeah. skirt, little jacket. Uh, we'd left it very last minute. That was pretty much that was pretty standard the common at, at issue that, in the point. first year. Was starting things yeah. too late, and then yeah. the general panic Cause that this follows. Because this is what 2015 that we made yeah. the lizards. Yeah. That's so delicious. I was trying to make the jacket, and I had made a terrible decision to use velvet. And it was for, a it was a stretch as well, wasn't it? It was a stretch. Stretch velvet. Uh, I used a velvet for the skirt and the jacket. Um, don't use stretch fabric for jackets ever. Not That's a such idea. a bad idea. Uh, but I, I wanted it for the look, but oh, I wish I hadn't. And so I was trying to make this jacket and just it wasn't working. Like the sleeves weren't fitting. I didn't know how to do the cuffs because I was trying to attach non-stretch fabric to stretch fabric and then wondering where the stretch went. Right. <laughs> and I just, it was like two days before Supernova, I think. Was it Supernova? Where we wore them. Yeah. No, we wore them at Animega. Oh, no, it was Animega. Two days before Animega. And dad and mum and dad were on holiday. So They'd I gone overseas. Couldn't even ask dad for help. <laughs> and so I just had a bit of a meltdown one night because I couldn't get this jacket to work. Yeah. And it, it, it was a disaster in my eyes. Yeah. And my, and my, um, um, my comforting strategy for my sister when she is upset is to go there, there, and just give a little pat. Yep. There, there, and then run away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know how to, what to do. Like if the very rare occasion where Caitlin goes to pieces, I'm like, um, it's fine. <laughs> it will be okay. All yeah. right. And it was, everything was okay. It was fine. I started it out and it's fine. Yeah. I wish oh. I could. I don't know. I guess maybe we haven't really had a lot of huge, like, disaster. Are you thinking of another one right now? I am. Okay. <laughs> but it's to do with you, and I don't know if you want to relive this because it happened twice. It happened twice? To two separate Mercy staffs. 
Yes, let's do it. Let's tell, okay, let's please tell the story. Let's deep dive. Oh, okay, so um, my Mercy cosplay is a little bit cursed. Absolutely. Um, because I... Sorry whoever bought it. <laughs> I hope it's not No, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. So um, we 3D printed Mercy's staff. So mm-hmm. we 3D printed the, the whole top bit and the bottom bit and we got like PVC pipe just for like the middle part okay. of, of the staff. No point in 3D printing something when you can just buy it. So um, we... We made it and I took it with me to, I think it might have been Supernova. It was. It was Supernova. And we were carrying it, we were walking somewhere with a photographer to take some photos. Let's maybe leave the, let's not say the, okay. Because what happened was, I'm walking along kind of awkwardly because Mercy's not an easy cosplay to no. wear um, with all the armor and everything. Yep. And this photographer very graciously went, Do you want me to carry your staff for you? And I was like, Great, that would be awesome. So he's carrying my staff. And we get up to where we're going to take photos and he was holding it kind of horizontally. So he was just kind of holding it kind of not holding it up like okay, how yeah. I'd been holding it during the day. And what we hadn't realized, none of us had realized was that the weight, it was a very unbalanced oh. kind of staff. The weight of the top has had put a bit of strain onto the 3d printed parts. And as we got to where we were going to take photos, the top bit just came off all together and this photographer was left holding what was left of my staff while the rest of it had fallen onto the floor and we all just went oh (laughs) it was luckily the end of the day yes we were pretty much i think going to get photos with him and then i think we were pretty much planning on heading off after that so yes thank goodness it was the end of the day so i was like "Don't, don't worry he was like i'm so sorry i'm so like don't worry okay it's it's fine i mean uh Clearly, this needs to be fixed for next time anyway, because this is an issue. The fact that it's too, way too heavy at the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, basically, no, if it hadn't broken now, it, it would have broken, broken later. Yeah, exactly. That moment still haunted him for months, but it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was made worse when Ali remade her staff. Oh, we, and it was so beautiful. It was beautiful. It was gold. We, we I made decided, the gold version. Yes, we decided to make the gold version. Completely reprinted, sanded beautifully. It was Beautiful. amazing. And we went to do a location shoot with, with this the... same photographer. Oh, no. <laughs> and we were outside. It was very windy. We just got there. Yeah. We just got there. And you had put your staff up against a wall because you couldn't carry it because you were trying to help with like a light or something. That yeah. That was potentially going to so, fall over. It was so windy. Caitlin so was windy. getting the first shots. And so I was going to hold a light. Mm-hmm. Literally hadn't taken any photos. Oh my gosh. I'm just thinking about this now. And her staff falls, hits the ground, and the top shatters. <gasps> well, not shatters, but like no, it, yeah, two of the pretty much, pretty much shattered. Yeah, yeah no, oh, that was two no. of the three wing bits at the top. Yep. came off entirely. Or did, did all three? I actually think all three. I think did. all three came off. One yeah. came off really cleanly somehow. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, they they came off all pretty cleanly, but they all came off. So it just we none of us saw it fall. We heard the sound of it hitting the ground i turned and saw it in pieces and i remember in my brain going what (laughs) (laughs) has just happened what has just happened and i just stood there and we stared at it i think yes for a good few seconds and then i went over and i picked up the pieces and i took them back over to like the car which was like literally just there and and um it was my turn to go there there (laughs) (laughs) Because Kayla came over, she was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "No, I'm fine." 
I wasn't fine. She was not fine. And I was like, I was trying to like calm her down because I was like, we haven't taken any photos. You can't wreck your makeup. Yeah, you can't cry now. But like, (laughs) and I think like it needs to be said, like the reason, and I did cry. (laughs) The reason I cried was because 3D printing anything is not nearly as easy a process as I think a lot of people think. When stuff is 3D printed, it's very rough because it's really hard to get a really clean finish. So what's normally what normally what you normally end up with is a piece of something that's 3D printed. It'll have the supports on it still from from where it had been, you know, being held up while while in the process of being printed that it has to be taken off. And then especially with something like this which had to be very smooth and also golden, it had to be sanded, which meant putting primer and sanding, putting more primer, more sanding, more primer, more sanding. It's a big process and it was a it's a big yeah. A big thing, and there was like multiple 3D printed pieces, and this was the second time. No, technically the third time, because remember the first one was was kind of a bit of a dud. That one, yeah. that one actually didn't break. Yeah, <laughs> but but it was one that we just got rid of. So this is my third time making a Mercy stuff and 3D printing and painting it. I, I I very very carefully painted all of this beautifully, and then I hadn't even gotten a single photo oh. with it. This was the first time we were using it, so. Yeah, I think I've tried, it was just, it was, I, I can't believe you brought this up. No, I'm just uh, <laughs> is, is this why you don't do Mercy cosplay anymore? Like, <laughs> oh, it's because she's so uncomfortable. Yeah, that and also it's no fun for me when yeah. you're Mercy. Yeah. Because I'm having to dance around and make sure no one's hitting your wings. Yeah, <sighs> but um, yeah, I did feel a bit sorry for that photographer because oh like he had to kind of witness me just having a full kind of quiet meltdown. I think at one point I was like, I started crying and I was like, I remember saying like, "This took me so long." Yeah, and uh, uh, he 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 felt so bad. <laughs> he hadn't done anything. Like, That's I read it was neither <laughs> like neither time it had it had really been his fault. No, you know? no. And he was still like, "It's I've been here both times when it's broken." Oh my gosh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, wow. Wow. I forgot about that. <laughs> Blocked it out. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Has there uh, been anything you two have disagreed on where you, like one of you has just gone, nope, and or, you know, just things along the way in that sort of space? Or have you guys always sort of like collaborate, collaborated very well together? I think, I mean, I feel like it would be ridiculous to say that we've always agreed 100% yeah, on, no, on everything. I think, I think we get along very well as sisters, partly I think because of our close age. Or only two years apart, but mm-hmm. surely there would be times where we don't quite see eye to eye. But I think the the, the the thing is, at least in terms of cosplay, I can't speak about like everything yeah. in our lives. But in terms of cosplay, I think we we find a compromise if there's something where we don't quite agree. Can you think of anything where we don't like quite like, agree with stuff? The only things that I can think of is I've maybe said, "Hey, we should maybe do a cosplay from." this thing and you've been like no I don't really want to mm. and it's never been like oh well why not it's been like okay yeah <laughs> I think like if you don't want to do it then we yeah. won't do it maybe I'll just do it by myself or I just won't do it at all yeah because it doesn't really matter yeah exactly you know like I think the great thing is we have a lot of the same interests when it comes to like games and movies and tv shows which mm-hmm. makes it easy to pick cosplays because we both want to do the same cosplays I think there's very few examples of things where I like and you don't or the other way around. Like I did a Skyrim cosplay and Cal doesn't play Skyrim. So we did that, I did that cosplay um, and just did like a, a photo shoot just to go up on Patreon. I was, uh, the, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go to a convention 
dressed as a Skyrim character and force and force her to wear something from that same game when she has no interest in playing it. Yeah, we also tend to want to cosplay different characters from the same thing. Like, you know, yeah, with never... Troy and Tyrene, there was no discussion. I was Tyrene, you were Troy. Yeah, no with, question. You know, what else? I think... With like Borderlands? Yeah. I was Moxie, you were Jack. I was never I was never even I was interested never gonna... in, in being Moxie. I was never gonna be Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like thinking back even to like some of our very first cosplays like Miguel and Tulia, which is something that I think within the first year of, of us cosplaying, that was what we were most well known for. We were very clearly gonna be, you know, specific characters because Miguel was always Caitlin's favourite character and Tulia was always mine. So we just cosplayed those characters that we loved. Yeah. You know, who cares so... if the height difference was wrong? I'm not gonna be Tulio. No, exactly. That's my character. <laughs> That's mine. And I think we've always been like that, even not in cosplay. Like, I remember when we were like younger, if our parents would like give us um, like toys, if they, there's the choice of two toys, and mm -hmm. you know they'd maybe say, Caitlin, you pick first, and then Caitlin would pick a toy, and I'd go, Oh, I wanted the other one anyway. And it's not yeah. even a lie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very weird. I think we're strange. You think? <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, who are some Australian cosplayers who have inspired you along the way? Um, okay, this could take a while. I know, right? <laughs> Please, go Just on. Australian? Um, or if we, we'll Let's, open up international as well. Yeah, we'll start, start, keep, it with, Australian. keep it with Australian. I'll go speak. first, because okay. I mean, mine might be in, in alphabetical order. Um, I was going to say AK Wiru. <laughs> he is so insanely talented and also just see was like a really nice person <laughs> he also seems really like committed i'm i know that this was ages ago and i have no idea if his if his circumstances have changed but i remember seeing a post where he said that he still works full-time and does cosplay which i think is incredible considering his following because he you know he is he constantly going you know overseas to conventions yeah. as guests he's he's you know doing all these you know national competitions mm -hmm. but i think from what he said in that post and again this might be wrong now he was still doing like he teaches like karate and stuff like that so yeah. i think he was like doing that and then he would say you know he'd he said in this post he was like how do i find time to do cosplay i just make sure that as soon as i finish with with my work i go home and do cosplay i don't sit, yeah. sit around and, and do nothing for he hours finds and I'm the like, time i was yeah. i was yeah i was inspired by that because it's like yeah you kind of just if you want to be a good cosplayer, if you want to get the most done, you just have to do that. You just have to go, yeah, I'm not going to just sit around on my ass. I'm going to get things done. Yeah. So. Also, repeat till cry, like, speaks to my soul. Yeah, all of his <laughs> tutorials are amazing. I just yeah. love the fact that he is so willing to teach other cosplayers how to make things and yep. puts out these really detailed tutorials. Because, like, we've put out tutorials before. Um, and they're really hard to make because yeah. it requires a lot of pre-planning. You have to make sure you take photos throughout the process of making something. And then you have to explain in words what it is you're doing when sometimes it's really difficult to do that. <laughs> yeah. So um, I would say, and I know this is like, I'm thinking back to when we first started. One of our first cosplay inspirations were the Gazzardi twins. Oh, Gazzardi yeah. Gazzardi cosplay. Um, they... Um, had some really amazing Borderlands cosplays, which yeah. they recently rewore to PAX and won the Borderlands competition mm -hmm. with. Um, and I remember we saw those those cosplays, and we were really inspired by, like the the artwork, and the yeah, just how amazing their not only the construction but like all the painting and stuff that they put into their cosplays. Yep. So I feel like that's 
that's that was one of our first inspirations was them yeah really nice people as well yeah. Nice. Yeah, and so they they are twins. We're yes, they are twins. Yes, we We've get mistaken for them like all the say. time. <laughs> we have been it's mistaken. So weird. We don't look anything like them. <laughs> <laughs> At least we don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, have you got any sort of um, hints or tips to anyone that is listening, like on you know how to get into cosplay or you know just like um, some tips for them along the way or anything that could, like helpful advice? Yeah. I always feel like I give the same advice like to people who are just starting out and it's always start small. Mm-hmm. You know, don't do what we did and try and tackle this like big ambitious cosplay when you don't have the skills to do it because it's going to be frustrating, it's going to be difficult, it's probably not going to turn out how you want it to and then you might just get discouraged and you're going to want to stop. Yep. So try and start with something that is, you know, within your your skill level and build from there you know then maybe start doing more challenging builds that means you do have to learn something new you know it's mm-hmm. always good to keep learning when you're doing cosplay but for your first cosplay maybe just stick with something that you know yes i can do this i can smash this out and it's got to look exactly how i'm picturing yeah mm-hmm. and i think i would say because i did this a lot when I was first starting out in cosplay, even when I was just doing it with that friend before I started doing it with Caitlin, is make sure that you research how to make different elements of the cosplay. Because especially, I think, now more than back when I was first starting, I reckon I started cosplaying in 2010, mm-hmm. but yeah, didn't start with Caitlin until 2014. There was way less information on online, way less than there is now. So yeah. I think nowadays, if you are making something, and you've picked something that's the right level, as Caitlin said, but you've still got bits, parts of it where you're like, I don't quite know how to tackle this. Or I don't know, I don't know how to do this part of the cosplay. Look it up because if you look up YouTube videos or like you know cosplay forums or or even just ask around um, on like cosplay Facebook pages, you'll probably find that information. I think not enough people just do that. Just do like a quick Google search because nowadays there's so much stuff. Yeah. Like you've got like. Evil Ted channel, he does lots of like foam tutorials on YouTube. I used to watch his stuff all the time when I was yeah. just saying it with, with foam work. Um, so many cosplayers who, who post exactly how they make, how, how they sew things, all Kamui, that kind of stuff. Kamui cosplay, oh. lightning cosplay. Yeah, um, Kimpatsu cosplay I think has done some yeah. tutorials. As well. There's so many tutorials out there and I think maybe not enough beginner cosplayers go there first because mm-hmm. they don't, don't realize how much yeah, information you don't have there. to do this all on your own you can you can get help in the form of tutorials hmm. awesome um so um anything else you want to add before we sort of start to to wrap all this up i feel like i've talked way too much yeah. <laughs> so i think there's nothing else that you that think I you're all good um i don't know i just i always like trying to get more people into cosplay yeah. now that I'm into it so much. It's so funny to Ooh, think Ooh, how the started. tables have turned. <laughs> um, you know, like we managed to, I say convince, we didn't have to convince our friend. We suggested it and he was like, yes. Yeah. Um, we had one of our friends cosplay with us at PAX. Yeah. yeah. He was, he was the Lucio that was with us. If you remember seeing us at PAX and yeah, he had such a great time. Yeah. And he didn't think that he would. Like, it was actually amazing talking to him afterwards. He was like, yeah, that was so different 
from being there in just casual clothes. Yeah. Like that was really fun. And, and again, <laughs> I think it's it's another example of how lovely the cosplay community is because the the people that came up and spoke with him and and complimented his cosplay and got wanted to get photos with him or of him was amazing and I think part of the reason why he's keen to do it again is because of the great experience he had with you know the rest of the cosplay community yeah it was yeah really, it was really nice so if you're like if you're thinking about starting just go for it because it's great yeah. <laughs> awesome um so where can people find you the listeners out there where so can they find you? So many places. <laughs> <laughs> Ali's gesturing at me because I always do the plugs at the end of our <laughs> yeah. streams. So we're Shock Jockey Cosplay basically everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, twitch.tv slash Shock Jockey Cosplay. We stream a lot of different games mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturday nights normally. Um, yeah. Australian time. Obviously. Yes. <laughs> uh, we are also on Twitter, but we're only Shock Jockey Cos because... Twitter sucks and we couldn't have the whole name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we do also have Patreon. So patreon.com slash shockjockeycosplay if you feel like chucking a few bucks. There's no pressure. Like, you know, in in return, you, you get things, you know? Yes. So you, you, get, you get tutorials. Yes. Tutorials. And progress photos and yeah. stuff like that. And so special, um, you know, photo shoots that only the Patreon um, people get to see that kind of thing. Yeah. So you missed one, did I? Yep. Oh, we also have a YouTube. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who edits the videos. You are normally, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we are also, we do also have a YouTube channel. You just have to search Shock Jockey Cosplay. We don't quite we have, have the URL there yet. Yeah. Hopefully at some point, I think you need a certain number of subs. Who knows how YouTube works, how but YouTube. just search Shock Jockey Cosplay. I edit down all of our streams into uh, 10 to like 15 minute videos. Like highlight kind of. Yeah, so yes. you don't have to sit through two hours of just nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> it's a condensed I, 15 I mean, minutes of I mean, nonsense. watch our streams, they're very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. You're terrible at this. I am. <laughs> but yeah, basically just search Shock Talk and Cosplay and that's probably us. Yeah, I think we're kind of pretty much across all of the social media at this point, because you kind of have to be, I think, as, yeah. a, as a cosplayer. Like if you want to kind of be I hate to say the word, but like successful or kind of try and make a, a somewhat of a living from it, mm-hmm. which is what we would love to do. You do kind of have to be across everything, which is why we have, you know, Twitch and YouTube as well. Like we don't just have the social media, like we don't just have Facebook and Instagram. Like we've tried to branch out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably something, that's probably a tip that's for like, not the beginner cosplayer, but for the more adva- advanced one, like make sure you grow your brand in quotation marks. <laughs> 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 Alright, uh, yeah, thank you for being here today, but before uh, before we do wrap up fully, we have to go through the lame and hype trains yes. first. So, um, please hit me with your lame trains. Okay. Do you want to okay. do, like, to do with gaming or to do with cosplay? What do you think? Oh, no. You've given me options. Well, <laughs> what, did you have well, something in your brain already? Yeah, look, it's, <laughs> it's to do with what we were talking about before we Turn the mic on. My lame train is everything to do with Fallout 76. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a topic of Very conversation lame. in our group chat yeah, and I'm for on, a while. On stream as and well, I think we've yep. complained about it. Yeah. All of it's lame. Yeah. All of it. Fallout first, all that all that stuff. All yep. no good. <laughs> um, do I have to come up with the lame as well? Yes. You can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a deep thing. <laughs> nope. You can't jump on my own. <laughs> 
Um, I guess maybe from like the cosplay side of things, like I think there are times I when conventions um, I think don't do enough to support cosplayers and photographers and there are some conventions who I think are a little bit lame when it comes to making sure that there are dedicated spaces for cosplayers and for photographers as well because like without photographers cosplayers would have no evidence yeah. of their things yeah. so I think that's something I would love to see improved in 2020 is some of the big conventions are already doing it so if you look at supernova you look at oz comic con they're already doing that or they already have like cosplay central or a, or a, like a photo wall i think some of the other conventions who are starting to grow um both in melbourne and also interstate they, they need to be looking at what supernova and oz comic con are doing and make sure that they're doing the same thing yep that's my lame <laughs> awesome <laughs> well we always like to uh, end everything on a high here so uh give us your hype trains Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I need to think of something now. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of like anything that I'm looking forward to next year in terms of like games and anything, but I can't think of anything. All right, I'll let you think because I can maybe at least talk about the hype for cosplay okay. and kind of what we would like to be doing next year. Um, so we have some cosplays that we would love to, some cosplays we've already made that we'd love to enter into some competitions next year. We're hoping to do another skit, um, at one of the, one, in one of the cosplay comps because last year, not, not last year, this year, when we did a, a dancing skit with our Mary Poppins cosplays at Supernova, that was so fun. So we kind of want to do more of that. Um, and we also have a very special secret, super secret cosplay planned for Supernova that is has been put off three times just just different kind of technical issues or different construction issues and we're very very hyped up about actually getting those cosplays done but we're not going to reveal anything it's super secret oh don't worry no one's listening no no, i'm joking i'm joking okay (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh okay well i couldn't think of anything game related so i am honestly just super hyped for Conventions to start again. <laughs> They've we just finished. Have, I know, but we always have such a huge break between PAX and then Supernova is normally yeah. the first one. So we have a break from like November to April. Mm. Like we need more in between. So yeah. I'm hyped for convention season to start again because then we can go and see all the people that we only see at conventions. Yeah. 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 So that's good. All the convention peeps. Yeah. Yeah. Super hyped. Awesome. Uh, thank you both so much, Kayla and Ali, for joining me here on the platform today. Thank Discuss you for your, uh, yeah, You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> discussing all your cosplay sort of, yeah, stuff like which, you know, it's great to get, um, get that sort of insight and know what sort of goes on in that world, which, yeah, I've never cosplayed before. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just hope we didn't, like, talk too much because I feel no, like when why? we talk about cosplay, we oh, just, gosh. we can go on and on. No, <laughs> no. So, yeah, um, thank you for listening to our garbage. <laughs> Awesome. And uh, thank you all so much for the listeners out there for listening. Remember, you can find all Game Train stuff at facebook.com slash Game Train Podcast, Instagram at Game Train Podcast, Twitter at Game Train Talk. I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Game Train Twitch. But yeah, uh, thank you all for listening to the platform and this has been Game Train. Oh.